Hey everybody, Jan, uh, Party Girl Dave is over here, and we're over here starting the new episode, Age of Pods. It's time. Seven Swans. I know last week we said it would be Michigan wrap-up. Uh, we lied. We knowingly lied and deceived you. It's something How else. How does that feel? Feels great. <laughs> I love trickery and <laughs> and deceit. It's so twisted. <laughs> so twisted. Um, we've got today on the pod. Hello, got me. <laughs> you can also go first. Uh, hi, I'm Chaz. I'm here to talk about Sephian and Seven Swans. Welcome. Yay! Hello, Chaz. Hello. And I'm me, I'm Janos, as always. We don't have Jan this time, he's very sorry, and we're missing him dearly already. But that's just how it goes sometimes. At last, I am the dominant Jan in this <laughs> podcast. Uh, so we promised uh, Michigan bonus tracks last time, but we listened to them, and it was fine. <laughs> I um, did not listen to them, I'll be honest. <laughs> I just saw that uh, we were doing this, and I said, oh, good, now I, d- now I don't have to. Yeah, like, the first one, the marching band, is good, and the other ones were like, okay, I can, I can see why he didn't put them on the album. Does it have a marching band in it? I'm not sure. Also, this is, now we can't do the great uh, My Chemical Romance bit for that one, so sorry about that. Everybody just imagine what that bit would have been like, and done. All right, we did it. Now we're on to so Seven Swans. Instead, instead we're we're gonna grab our Bibles and our Flannery O'Connor <laughs> short story collections, I guess. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, Sufjan fandom, grab your Bibles. We're uh, we're getting started. Uh, Chaz, what is your connection or history with? Uh, with the music of Mr. Stevens. Ooh, um, so I had a friend who I went to college with who was super obsessed with Sophie and Stevens, and the first time I met her, she played me Chicago, and I was like, I guess this is what I listen to now. Um, and over the next year, she became my best friend, and we listened to Sophie and Stevens all the time. At one point, she had the clear vinyl of Carrie and Lowell, and we just lay on the floor and listened to it. And it was also kind of terrible, but also good. Damn. That's, <laughs> That's wholesome. That sounds both very sad and pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Deep, meaningful conversations about specific lines in the album Carrie and Lowell, which I think is good. It's a pretty good album. <laughs> it's a really good album. Very sad. Um, uh, but we've got we we've got a bit to go until we get to that one. We have another one that is also pretty sad. <laughs> but I love uh, to think about Sufjan Stevens and his relationship to his parents and to Jesus, which is kind of, I guess, what this album is about, as well as all of them. Yeah, this is where the is this song about Jesus or about gay things starts, right? Yes. And it's both. Is it, uh, yes. Jesus is his boyfriend. Yeah, and if you don't think that. that's beautiful, then I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, do uh, you have, like, 
how do you stand on the whole Jesus thing, like in general? Because I think there's like Sufian fans are kind of split on that one, I guess. The, the concept of Jesus as it relates yeah. to Sufian or in like in real world terms? Both. Um, I'm not a Christian, so I'm pretty eh, on the on the Jesus side. Um, I appreciate that Sufian likes Jesus. I think that's nice considering he was raised in a cult when he was a child. I think it's, it's, you know, what works, I guess. Yeah. Was that like, that was like uh, when his parents were like still together or what was the... Yeah, I mean... story on that? um, For a while, I think, I can't remember quite how it happened. He was in this sort of strange, it was like a Buddhist slash something else cult and that's why he's called Sufyan because it was um basically the cult leader got to name all the children which is why his name is Sufyan. <laughs> huh. I knew it was like new age related but I didn't know it was like straight up a cult. That's interesting. Well, it's probably not that culty. I think it's, it's probably mean to call it a cult, but yeah, it was a bit different, I guess. God, it looks like my audacity is fucked up. <laughs> that's all right because my my discord is fucked up we're having a oh, fucked great. up time all around uh, it's all right give me a second okay uh sorry about that is your discord sorry. uh yeah we're good thing? it just cut out for a second as it does sometimes okay, cool often yeah we were on the J- jesus thing so because i think like all of us are like not super religious at this point like you know i have been i think mm. in one point in my life and now i'm not really there anymore but like when i was listening to this album recently uh you know i listened to i think i listened to seven swans in full for the first time in a while and like it really took me back uh and like especially like on the uh, on like seven swans and transfiguration i was like you know mm. kind of getting goosebumps again even though i don't think i believe in that stuff anymore i guess wanting salvation is sort of universal even if it's not especially religious yeah yeah yeah. and he like you know grabs these parts of uh bible and makes them relatable and effective uh in a way that yeah, and... just works yeah, and I I don't know. I'm I'm not a Christian, um, despite the fact that I regularly attend church and collect money from churches uh, for <laughs> piano uh, playing. Um, but like, yeah, it's still powerful imagery, and I think connecting to sort of a spiritual force in that way is uh, powerful stuff. As also a, a I don't know what I am, sort of general pagan, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, it is powerful imagery to draw upon. Uh, do we get to the first song? Or do we have anything else to like say as a preface to Seven Swans? Um, Seven uh, Swans is a... No, I think let's just Specifically right is a quote from the Bible, right? I think it's something from Revelations, yeah. Mm, okay. But let me click on that genius for that song <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven Swans is from the Book of Revelation. Okay, which is the it's the sad book in this some is, ways. Yeah, <laughs> the end times. It's the sad book, and it's the the big triumphant book. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also like kind of the book that b- barely even comes up in in uh, at least in Catholic Mass. Mm. I guess well, it was written. Ones. It was written by a uh, John. Like, John. Well, it was a different John, I think. Yeah, I think it's not, not like, the same John who wrote the uh, Gospel. Who is also not the same to... John who is one of the apostles. It's confusing because apparently mm-hmm. there were only like eight names at that time. <laughs> eight names to go around. Like out Everyone of his twelve, uh, out of his twelve disciples, there were two Judases, <laughs> which is <That's laughs> confusing. Because right. Judas has a book, I think, in or a, or a letter in uh, the New Testament. Oh yeah, was it or Jude? Who's Jude? Yeah, Jude uh, I, is one. Judah is one of J- uh, Joseph's brothers. Okay. If you're thinking about Maybe. that guy. Yeah, I think so. He's in the Andrew Lloyd Webber song. Nicola <laughs> Dreamcoat. <laughs> where they list all of the... This is There was a point in my time where I listened to that soundtrack a lot. Uh, and that led me to uh, being able to name all the names of like all 12 uh, brothers, like all 12 of Joseph's brothers, which impressed my religion teacher a lot in school. <laughs> and people say that Andrew Lloyd Webber isn't good. Andrew Lloyd Webber is a problematic fave. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure he's a... Yeah, he's definitely problematic. <laughs> We had that like out of out of our uh, online fan group. The one person who hates uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber the most is also the one English person. So um, yeah, it's pretty universal. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty pretty universal dislike, I think. All the trees of the field will clap mm. their hands. What do you think that would look like? <laughs> like clapping their their branches. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Like, I'm imagining, like, those uh, those old cartoons, you know, where, like, the trees were... I, I'm not sure if that's real or if, if I'm, like, Mandela-affecting myself. So, like, it's a Betty Boop cartoon. That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of, like, Wizard of Oz. The uh-huh. trees with the, with the arms and they, they clap. They throw apples. <laughs> they could have clapped. That's they a good didn't. image. Man, mm. anthropomorphic trees, Good big trip. support. Oh, there's also like Lord of the Rings. I just remembered. Oh but, yeah, they don't really have hands. Yeah, I I don't remember. <laughs> I read the books once and haven't watched the movies in complete. I I have watched parts of it and it was very boring to me. Oh, I've seen the extended versions multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> Okay, so what what do the how, in which ways are the trees anthropomorphized? In I guess they they do have like arms and they've got faces and like beards, noses, you know, face uh-huh. face stuff. Um, the bodies aren't as anthropomorphic, really. They're just okay. like trees. So what would they clap? Like uh, I guess branches? I guess rustly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if it so was just know. like a normal tree? You know, and then yeah. then just two arms out on the sides, like that are <laughs> not human arms, are just like two mm. two regular human flesh <laughs> arms. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into that. I like that. But they're also this in a the... field, specifically. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Trees of the field. Okay, mm. so no forest trees. No. No, so like just... fucking 
boulevard trees like the ones that are on on big roads like on the sides none of those just the field trees yeah like two or three i guess trees yeah what if the a, a forest is just a field of trees is okay it? that's that's something <laughs> <laughs> is it <laughs> is it almost hmm the thing is, if, if you meant for like i don't think the bible didn't have do you think like isaiah because this is apparently a quote from isaiah chapter 55 verse 12 so it's entirely possible that isaiah just didn't know the word for forest like he wasn't familiar with the concept of it <laughs> i think that's i think that's very likely because yeah you don't think of you think of a field, you don't think of trees necessarily. That's true. Maybe it's supposed to be like a like a contradiction, like, you know. Uh it, it I'm sounds, trying to think of a similar example. Sounds like the beasts like, of the field, so it's like they're farming trees. Okay. To me. <laughs> or it's like it would be like if he said, All the mice of the ocean will clap their hands. <laughs> that's, like, what I meant. that's not not really so not many, none of them will. Aren't just fish the mice of the ocean? <laughs> well, that's what the Darwinists will tell you, but I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> as, as a God-fearing person. Should we get to the actual song? <laughs> okay. I guess. Um, so if I'm alive this time next year, will I have arrived in time to share? What's your thoughts? I think it's pretty safe to say that Sufyan was alive that time next year. Yeah, in 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So great job. <laughs> great job, um, Sufyan. Survived another year. But did he arrive in time to share? Ooh, that's a very good question. He did share a very good album with everyone, I guess. That's true. Looking what the geniuses say about this <laughs> line. They say... If he is still alive this time next year, will he, one, be adding his voice to the heavenly choirs, or two, will he be here on earth to greet the Lord himself? Okay, so it's some uh, some religious thing. Is this also about Revelation? No, it's about Isaiah 55. I don't know. Mm. Let's see. According to the um, the, the uh, user named Peace, uh, uh-huh. Isaiah 55, 12, in context is a prophecy by Isaiah concerning the original coming of Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Okay. So, something like mm-hmm. that. But I'm sure it could easily be extrapolated into the second coming of Christ. Mm. Yeah, I think both would make sense. Uh, again, none of us are Bible experts, so... <laughs> uh, I think you mean all of us are Bible experts. We're, yeah, all, of we're course. all experts on the Bible. I mean... Y- y- I went to college. <laughs> You can't be experts on on something that is fake, right? Am I right, fellow Reddit atheists? <laughs> oh shit! Owned. Tell that to the thousands of people who, like, are experts on you know Star Trek or <laughs> yeah. Harry uh, Potter, yeah, uh, Song of Ice and Fire. I don't know anyone who would be an expert on that. Nope. It's all about knowing the Bible deep lore. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you go into the supplementary materials and the novelizations, there's quite a lot of extra info. Yeah, I heard like there's a there's a split into people who uh, who are enjoying the show or like show onlys. Mm, fandom discourses 
you know, it goes a bit too far sometimes. <laughs> I don't I don't like the shipping wars in, in the Bible fandom. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just not the point of the text, you know. You're not a geezer? <laughs> That's Jesus and Peter for those playing at home. <laughs> to Jesus, Jesus, Judas, um, friends Judas. to enemies to lovers. <laughs> that's probably yeah, right. That's that's probably the popular. That's like the Raylo of uh, the yeah, Bible. Yeah, yeah. The, that is like the text of Jesus Christ Superstar, right? Yeah. Well, he he kisses him to betray him, doesn't he? So yeah, but maybe right. he just kisses him because he thought he was hot. <laughs> well, he was simultaneously betraying him while he was admitting his love for him which is the ultimate tragedy of That's the situation damn damn f f <laughs> f uh yeah this is a very good song uh obviously <laughs> because it's yeah. a good album i like the part when uh like after the first verse the like background singers just start to sing like just start to repeat this one short sequence through the rest of the song yeah that's a really cool um i don't know the the way the song is arranged is really um interesting how it like it sort of builds on this one continuous loop of the the um i think is that a banjo that yeah. riff mm. um it's really cool, and I like how um, it builds on that. Yeah, I like how the the instruments are like more stripped down on this album, like compared to Michigan. But you know, he still finds like super interesting ways to uh, incorporate them or to you know build them up. Like I think here the the background singers are also like louder than Sufjan himself, which is an interesting choice. But I think it's really effective. I guess they sort of represent like a heavenly choir of some kind. Ooh, that's good. It's like drowning him out in some ways. Yeah, that's a cool. That's a cool effect. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Um, it's like sort of acoust- a bit more acoustic than some of them, but like this whole album, but then with like electronic elements that he brings in at sort of unexpected moments. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm. uh, that's always really really good on this one. Mm. I also don't think like the you just don't think of like electric guitars when you think of Sufjan. So the few moments where he has it, it's always like surprising, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, the we... song was also used in Weeds, in music weeds. from the original series. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting choice. There's there's been some choices in Weeds uh, musically. I have never seen the show, but I uh, always find out about like. Uh, artists who were used in that. I'm just looking at this. Uh, there's a new pornographer song in it. There's Cotton by the Mountain Goats. So, you know, not a bad soundtrack for a show I haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great job, Weeds. You have two, have the, a handful of songs from artists I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Weeds just about selling weed? Wasn't that the premise of the show? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I can't watch the first episode. Yeah. (laughs) You watched more weeds than probably (laughs) both of us combined. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. It was fine. It was a fine show. I have like a memory of uh, 
of my teacher showing the weeds opening sequence in one of the film classes and I have no idea what his point was anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, are we ready to move on to the dress looks nice on you? Um, I'm just looking at the rest of the lyrics, seeing if there's any any good points to make. And there probably is. I I always uh, remember when we're doing these that I'm not that good at lyrical analysis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a pretty... Um, yeah, it's about sort of preparing and... Um, uh, yeah, being ready for the second coming, mm. which is a pretty big deal in uh, modern religion. Yeah, and I guess it's like it's... a... F- Ooh, I was going to say, like, as a first song on the album, it, the second coming, you could say, is the rest of the album. So this sets it up for the rest of the songs to happen in some ways. Yeah. It's a really good yeah, opening that's a song. a good point. Yeah. He's, he's generally very good at choosing the right song to open his albums, honestly. Mm. Like, I'm scrolling through my brain and, like, with the exception of a Sun Came or something, I can't think of one that doesn't start out, like, really, really strong. Or like doesn't immediately set the set the scene for the rest of the album. Mm. Uh, one lyrical thing I'm noticing is that almost all every line starts with "and." Ooh. Uh, oh, run on sentence, Suthian. That's <laughs> that's docking a point from your right, final like exam. The, <laughs> the first one is is a question, and then everything else is just "and I" or "and will I," and then a few questions again. Yeah. Mm. So, I, but but that's also like, if we're talking about Bible, that's also like a lot of Bible stuff is written that way. That every sentence, that every line starts with "and." Like I think, I think like especially Revelations also is written that way. That, and yeah. this will happen, and then the seven swans appear, and the seven trumpets. Like this, this repetitive sentence structure. I don't know if that's an intentional thing, but why not? I think it doesn't matter. I think it's good analysis. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. I think that also comes from maybe like the Hebrew translations. Mm. Yeah. Like maybe that's something that uh, translating into English sort of uh, happens. I guess it's sort of, it. I guess the Bible, it's sort of verse, isn't it? It's kind of poetry as well as prose. So maybe right. it's part of the structure. Yeah. I have no idea how the original is supposed to be, is the thing. And it's also, like, from different languages, like the mm. different books. But, that yeah, is like, true. the Hebrew thing, I don't know how Hebrew even works. We should have gotten a... If, you, if you're listening to this and know Hebrew, let us know. Hit us up. The dress looks uh, nice so... on you. Oh, I thank like you. this song. This is, this is a classic. It's a good song. Um, so this one, apparently, according to the geniuses, um, uh, this one and I think a few others on here refer to um, a relationship that Sufyan had with a girl named Robin, um, and sort of, uh, from what I'm gleaning, it was like, uh, sort of a, like, they were dating, but then they just sort of ended up friends, and like complicated uh emotions around that Mm. yeah yeah but i mean this one is like i think it's most of all about making compliments right right 
Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. it was one of those songs, uh, I heard it before I heard the rest of the album. Because uh, I was getting through to Sufjan through Illinois. Uh, yeah. So I was watching the uh, Austin City Limits performance where he did like Chicago and Kathy McPulaski Day and uh, Predatory Wasp. That was from the Illinois tour. But he also did like two from this album. So he did this one and The Good Man is Hard to Find. And this one like immediately grabbed me like at the point where he like literally at the first line of I can see a lot of life in you. It's like such a beautiful line. Mm. It's really beautiful. Yeah. It. Um, I think this one also, uh, I don't know, it helps like... You know, no, never mind. I completely lost my point. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering saying, what it will have. You're saying it's all like compliments, and it is, but they're very intense compliments. Yeah. In a in a casual situation, um, which yeah, I think is just... very Sufian. Yeah. <laughs> you won't just walk up to someone and say, "I can see a lot of life in you." <laughs> yeah. I also kind of wonder, like, is this about? Uh, like compulsory heterosexuality. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Prob- uh. I think I think it's less about romantic love, maybe, and a bit more. I don't know. Just it feels very kind. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than loving, maybe it just feels. I don't know. Admiration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it doesn't sound like he wants to have sex with this person. Is no. I guess what I'm uh, what I'm leaning to. Yeah. But it's I also like... do want to point out um if no, you have, no if you have a real point go on. <laughs> go on. I I think you have a better point. <laughs> okay. Um the the other genius annotation on here says that um according to some compilation liner note uh Sufjan Stevens can fold a fitted sheet. He once worked as a professional folder in a commercial laundromat. What? <laughs> so <laughs> when he that's says, referring to the line uh, I can see a bed and make it too <laughs> okay it's pretty impressive <laughs> So that is impressive like I, I can't, can't do that. that no me neither what does I can see a fireside turn blue mean oh that's a very good question he's choking it okay <laughs> <laughs> he's choking the fireside this <laughs> one took a second <laughs> Um, I don't know. I guess it just means like watching it go out. Yeah, that's what turn blue means. I can look at if it was go out or get really hot. So it could be the like when the because like from a candle, the blue part is the hottest part. Or yeah, I'm just imagining. I think I'm just imagining like a barbecue flame or something where it's very very hot and it goes blue. Huh. That's probably not true. (laughs) I don't know what he means with this. It's entirely possible that it's about uh, fire getting very hot. He couldn't think of a rhyme, so... I'm just looking at... um, I just looked up, like, fire turning blue as if that's, like, a metaphor or something. Mm. And it's just ways to make fire turn blue, um, Mm. which is by adding uh, copper chloride... Okay. So. Okay, so that's what he means. <laughs> that's what he means. Yeah, <laughs> he just always carries a bag of copper chloride with him, <laughs> and like that is the party trick. Hmm. Any t- 
Yeah, just anytime there's a fire, he's just like, hey guys, watch this. And he pulls this little salt shaker of copper chloride and just sprinkles it on. He's like, just a, he's oh, a magician. God. Yeah. <laughs> his friends are like, like his old friends are like, oh God, <laughs> doing pocket oh, magic. Again with this. Uh, there's like one annotation that says uh, when the world looks back is a reference to when uh, or like at least they say it's an interesting way to think about this song is from the perspective of Orpheus leading Eurydice out of the underworld uh, which you know is the story about how Orpheus uh, is not allowed to look back or because uh, if he looks back she disappears into the underworld which I am very jealous for this genius contributor to have thought of this because that's like a really good association and I wish I had thought of that. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to, hold on, understand what the, surely like a better um, looking back narrative would be like Lot's wife, right? Yeah, Mm. that's the other one. That makes sense in the Bible context, honestly. Yeah. Right. I mean, this this reading would fit on, like, A Sun Came, because that one has a lot more of the um, Greek mythology yeah. um, themes. I mean, Kay but, and Lol, too. Right. So, like, he but does come I, back to it. Yeah, so it's a... That is an interesting way to look at it, though. But I'll grant, it, I'll grant it, that. it is interesting that looking back, uh, or not not being allowed to look back, is apparently, like, a thing in like different mythologies yeah it's like mm. a dragon it's like a dragon it's exactly like mm-hmm. that <laughs> it's exactly like, <laughs> it's a like dragon. the concept of a dragon yeah you know dungeons and not allowed to be looking back yeah, yeah. if i look back at my dragon wife she's gonna be <laughs> turned into stuff <laughs> she's gonna disappear <laughs> uh, this one is a very nice like uh finger picked thing melody is this a guitar or a banjo i think this was a guitar yeah i think it's guitar i think oh i'm not sure i like the little um little synth piano interlude yeah that's, that's yeah also very good that's a lot of fun it's also like a super short song it's like two minutes yeah it's two and a half minutes and uh and it's like the perfect two and a half minutes song like that's just you know, doesn't overstay its welcome. That's also something to be said about this album, that uh, Mm. the longest song is six and a half minutes, but, like, most of them are, like, three or four minutes. They're all very... All killer, no filler. Exactly. There's no impossible soul on on this one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no uh, fucking... I don't even remember all the... Child with the star on his head. Child with the star on his head. Seven minutes of just bullshit. <laughs> uh, um, good song. But yeah, this one's nice. It's just, it's very like, sort of calming. It's very cozy. As Sufjan whispers, you know, kind words in your ear. It's like, yeah, it's it's just a, just a warm blanket of a song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very gentle. Unlike the next one, which has the devil in the title. <laughs> the devil. Uh, and like, also explicitly references like the beast mm. um, in the devil's territory. Now here's something. Here's something interesting I'm seeing on the genius page. So as we mentioned earlier, um, 
the the title is a reference to the Flannery O'Connor short story. Um, oh, I don't know what the title of it is, but she said, uh, "My subject in fiction is the action of grace in territory held largely by the devil." Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that's so good. And like that uh, comes that that fits pretty neatly with sort of Sufyan's deal. Uh, <laughs> finding grace and beauty in um, sadness and grief. Mm. That's also just like subject. The action of grace in territory held largely by the devil is also just like such a good uh, description of how to have like conflict in a story. Like yeah. if you look at, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I have have never read anything by Flannery O'Connor, but like it, or it gives me such a good image of what. Well, uh, interestingly, supposed to be. as um, as Darby Franks here in the comments uh-huh. of this genius page asserts, <laughs> "In the Devil's Territory" is a direct quote from Cotton Mather's "The Wonders of the Invisible World." Okay. Okay. A book published in 1693. I have Oof. here. Damn. On Google. Um, <laughs> yes, defending Mather's role in the witch hunt conducted in Salem, Massachusetts. Okay. Okay, that's so good. So, does Safian see himself as being the witch or hunting the witch? Well. He says, I saw the dragons dying, I saw the witch's wine. Okay, so he's a witch hunter, I see. <laughs> Damn, Sufjan is cancelled. <laughs> so Sufjan would have participated Sufjan. in the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I think the first two lines of this is, are, like, also some of my favorite, like, lines of just setting up a scene. Be still and know your sign. The beast will arrive in time. Mm. This is just so good. Yeah. Yeah, if I heard that out of context, I would think it was, like, from a metal song. Yeah. Yeah. That's, honestly, yeah, that's, a lot of this song is, like, also the dragons dying or drying. I don't know if this is a typo or he really says dragons drying. But, like, a lot of these lines could could as well be metal lyrics. Or even the title in the Devil's Territory. Yeah, they could all be metal lyrics if it was just musically different, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It could be it could be metal lyrics if it was a metal song. Yeah. I, I mean I guess anything could be, but you know, it seems like it would be appropriate. Yeah. Anything could be anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. This is good analysis. <laughs> no, but this, yeah, this I could just mean whatever. Me of, like, uh, one of my recent favorite artists, Destroyer who also like but he consciously chose this name for his band because it sounds like a metal band but he actually has like either folk indie songs or like literally smooth jazz uh, <laughs> sounding songs okay I, fu- I, I fuck with that that's pretty that's, good yeah but like, like the, the lyrics killers. are kind of intense I guess uh, yeah. which is like his point with the with chosen choosing that band name but a lot of people do react like that that they they could couldn't get into destroyer because they thought it was going to be a metal band and it turned out that it's just this lounge saxophone music the only way to tell is to see if it's written in the in the heavy metal font um 
And that's how you tell. God. The like his most famous album is also called Kaput, which also could be like a metal album's title. Uh but it's not written in a metal font. <laughs> okay. Be still annoy sign. This is a good song. I really mm. like the this is like one of those songs that sounds like a worship song to me. Uh like that part where where he's like to see you, to beat you, to see you at last. Like that really sounds to me like something that would be sang in church, even though it's about seeing the devil, I guess. Mm. Well, I mm, I feel like the you they're talking about is maybe Jesus one when dying, I guess. That's I what I'm. Be... That's what I'm wondering, because yeah. there's also like the story of Jesus going into the desert uh, and being mm. tempted by the devil. So that was also like my other association. Yeah, I feel almost like. I don't know, like, the devil's territory is being alive on Earth, and then when he dies, he can finally be with God and away from all that sort of thing. Huh. That's depressing. Interesting. So <laughs> um, to me, I think it seems like like this is the, this is the end times. Like, mm. um, you know, seeing the dragons and the, the, the witches... Um, talking about the beast arriving like that to me uh, signifies that it's you know the day of revelation mm. also i looked i looked at the lyrics again i think i i'm gonna agree that the u is uh the u is god because it's about like dying and then meeting you which is probably god so yeah then- but then in chorus three, he says to see you, to beat you, and then to see you, to meet you. So okay, maybe it's is it both. the devil, the devil, and then God. Maybe that's yeah. I think yeah, I he's think saying that's to it. see you, to beat, beat you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like pointing at different you. <laughs> yeah, I realized as I said that, like I was pointing to do different directions. And didn't <laughs> see that. They're just they're both there in the same room, and they're all just kind of awkwardly yeah. not looking at each other. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, like really having a having this talk where, like, uh, the devil and God are like in the same room, and you have to like <laughs> keep them at peace? I think it would sound a little something <laughs> like this. Hey. Uh, hi. What's up? Uh, just uh, just chilling. Oh, you too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, it's just it's just weird that you're uh chilling with me here in my territory. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I'm just uh you know, just one of those uh just one of those weekends. <laughs> oh, you got uh you got much work today? <laughs> oh yeah, you know, there's uh there's f- floods in the in the north. <laughs> Oh hey, oh hey, it's it's me, Safian. Um, nice to meet you both. Strange to run into you that like this in this particular place. Um, oh, we we uh, meet for coffee on. sometimes. Hold on, um, I'm thinking about which one of you I need to destroy. Uh, Man, remember when we fucked up that dude, Job? <laughs> that was great. Um, Sufyan, you have to follow me, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Mm, you see, I have been waiting to meet you for uh, quite a long time, so 
Yeah, that would be that would be pleasant. Thank you. Uh, but what about this I'm guy? Always, always happy to meet a fan. Uh-huh. Oh, I have I have like other people to too. come to me, so you know you can go with him. I'm fine with that. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I've got to beat you though. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. get his ass. Get him. <laughs> I gotta go. Bye. I'm gonna film this. Oh my god, Sufjan is he's beating the shit out of the devil. Oh my god. <laughs> world star world star there, there comes a point in a in a boy's life where he's got to stop singing and start beating the devil with a guitar <laughs> and that's and how singing. this song got written <laughs> i can't believe that's how the world ends it's amazing yeah that's incredible <laughs> yeah not with a bang but with an ass whipping <laughs> All right. Do we want to talk about to be alone with you, or are we saving that? Ah, uh, sure. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, right off the bat, we have a reference to Michigan. Damn, callback. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Lake just, Michigan. Is this like? Yeah. This is okay. Yeah. This is, I think, the most popular song on this album. It is this good. Is, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. If my Spotify statistics are right, this is the the first but most listened song is Mystery of Love, which makes sense because it was in a Oscar nominated movie. The second one is the only thing off of Carrie and Lowell, and this is the this one has the third most. Hmm. Uh, it's surprising it has more plays out. than Chicago, which I wouldn't have thought. Now this song was apparently featured in uh the motion picture Demolition. Okay. And the TV that's series classic. The OC. Okay, that's okay. actually one I've heard of, uh, which also had uh, the other Sufjan song. No, but the song is great. I um, I remember I did a, I like performed this song at a church function once, um, like a few years ago. That's cool. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, because cool. yeah. it's because it's like pretty much textually just a, a Christian song. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it's got some got some uh, homoerotic themes in parts. Oh, of that it. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also worth pointing out, I'd sell my shoes on the previous song. We didn't mention it. Um, he says, "I'd steal my father's shoes." Mm. And now he's selling those shoes to. Okay. Wow. To be alone with Jesus. Hmm. Also, so, it's like a. I guess it's like a theme in Sufjan's songs, because in <laughs> Chicago he also says we sold our clothes to the state. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't want to wear clothes, which is fine. <laughs> uh, you know what? Respectable. Uh-huh. I, I, I can understand the, the urge. Like, you know, for swimming across Lake Michigan, he already has to take them off, so... Yeah. Why put them oh, back right, on? Oh, right, yeah. You don't want to end up with soppy clothes. Exactly. I wonder as well if it's like his shoes are his connection to his family, which cause him so much problems. So he's trying to sell his shoes to distance himself from his father, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I <laughs> uh, swim across Lake Michigan, sell my shoes, give my body to be back again in the rest of the room to be alone with you. This is like an interesting... Because, you know, it is textually about Jesus, but, like, the 
pointing out to be alone with him is also like I don't know it's not it's not not like a common theme in Christian song that I know of it is very romantic yeah this is this is the Jesus is my boyfriend song in my opinion it's very much that yeah the the definitive is this song gay or about Jesus yeah it's, it's both. one of the most ones yeah mm. there's also like the this comment on genius.com is just why do all the gay songs actually turn out to be about Jesus dot 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 your your analysis isn't going further enough you got to push it further and realize that it is it can be both <laughs> it's both it's just both it's just that's both. okay uh-huh this movie demolition where it was featured now i remember this movie i haven't seen it but i remember like seeing the trailers for it this was like a, it's like a Jake Gyllenhaal joint mm. uh, yeah what's the i'm hold on what's the, what do you think is the the context of which the song is used in the film so this movie mm. is about Davis Mitchell Jake Gyllenhaal is successful investment banker struggles after losing his wife in a tragic car crash Despite pressure from his father-in-law, Phil, to pull it together, Davis continues to unravel. What starts as a complaint letter to a vending machine company turns into a series of letters revealing startling personal admissions. Uh, with the help of Karen and her son, Davis starts to rebuild, beginning with the demolition of the life he once knew. So it's about someone who uh, builds up a new life. I I remember like Jake looked like very um I just accidentally clicked on the trailer. Ah, oh, Naomi Watts is in it. That's fun. That's good. Uh, good for her. Oh, I always support <laughs> that. I think this was like one of those movies that got like some hype before uh, it mm. got released, and then like nobody saw it. <laughs> it has mixed reviews. Yeah. Ah, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's relatable. It was probably <laughs> like. Me, be sure to uh, review, rate us five stars <laughs> on iTunes. Um. <laughs> Don't give us mixed reviews. Yeah. Looking for a crisp fifty percent. Yeah, you can call us cucks, I guess. Yeah. Like, but but five stars, call us cucks. Yeah, give us five stars or give us one stars. One star. <laughs> no in between. No in between. No middle sliders. <laughs> So it starts with like what he would do to be with Jesus. Mm. And then is the interesting part is where it's where it like shifts perspective. Yeah, he flips the script. He flips the, he he just he just takes the script and just, you know, throws it in the air and it uh it flips. Damn. And it's a new script. So he say it goes from 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 I to you. And from present tense to, or like, conditional, I guess, to uh, to past. And he talks about what Jesus did to be alone with him. Mm. Ooh. And those things are giving his body to the lonely, which at this point makes sense. Because that's what he did. Uh, they took your clothes you gave up a wife and a family. You gave your ghost. Now this is the part where I'm uh, not sure what he's referencing. Mm. Okay, apparently so in uh, in Matthew 
chapter 27 when uh, Jesus dies on the cross uh, Matthew says Jesus when he had cried again with a loud voice yielded up the ghost so it's basically how he like actually died before uh, mm. before like resurrecting yeah like giving up the Holy Spirit sort of thing I suppose and then it's like to be alone with me you went up on a tree which uh, I'm guessing the tree is the cross yes no it was the tree from earlier that clapped his it's hands it's the tree from the clapping <laughs> oh my god that's how he clapped he used Jesus's hands okay. to clap wow <laughs> It's all coming together. I mean, there's always, you know, there's the possibility that this is about a specific person who uh-huh. also just climbed up a tree to be alone with him. Oh, that's possible. Yeah. And it's, it's like a double meaning, Damn, you know. Good. Damn. Do you yeah. think they point. were like making out in the in the tree? Though? Yes. <laughs> Sufjan and unnamed second person sitting in a tree. <laughs> K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Well, then the last was... the last line is, I've never known a man who loved me, which, interesting. That's, that's something. Interesting. That's a... Uh, Genius says, Safian was never close with his father, so Jesus would be the only man who loved him. Okay. <laughs> which seems like a, I don't know, an interesting read on that line. Yeah. I... A genius user of these songs are gay does point out uh, uh, it may not only be Jesus, but also perhaps it is maybe about men in love. I mean, it's not that much of a stretch. It could be about either person. I prefer the gay. Um, it's both. It's both. It can be both, and it, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's what makes him a good songwriter, that he can do these, these uh, double things. Yeah ambiguous uh, meaning. Double entendre. <laughs> yes. Yes. You could say it's poetic, you know? Damn. Damn. Is this really a music video for this or is it just uh, from clips from something? It looks like clips from the OC just based <laughs> on the thumbnail. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it's definitely the OC. Okay, good. Um, when Safian wrote this, he was thinking about the OC. Yeah. <laughs> In a few years, there's going to be this TV show. Uh-huh. Yeah. And He's I like... think it'll need a song mm-hmm. just like this. <laughs> uh, there's like a comment on the YouTube video that says, uh, I hope every Sufjan Steven fan, not Sufjan Stevens, Sufjan Steven fan... <laughs> recognizes that the video is pretty irrelevant to the concept of the song. It has three upvotes six years ago. Well, thanks. That's so condescending. (laughs) We do, yeah. Yeah, we recognize that. I don't, personally. Oh, no. Um, I don't think it's it's from the OC, though. Like, I'm scrolling down and someone says, this is a be- this is a great film, really good job. But huh. they don't say which film. Oh, is it Demolition, then? Is it Ryan? Is it... No, because it's all It's from 2007. Okay. Weird. What other... Hold on. It's probably just some, like, AMV. Like, just their favorite... One movie they liked, and they put a Sufjan <laughs> song over it. 
Uh, oh, there's also a Bob Dylan song called To Be Alone With You. Um, that's not really relevant. I don't it was know just that came song. Which album was Google, that <laughs> Google results. Um, looks like it was on Nashville Skyline. Okay. Yeah, that's not one of his good albums. I uh, never been. I only know Lele Lele really of this, that album, I think. But that was uh, that was when uh, he had a motorcycle accident and decided to become a country artist instead. Oh man, I dream of that. <laughs> Not the motorcycle accident, <laughs> the being a country artist part I should specify. That would be very fun. I would listen to you making country music. I'm on my way. I'm doing piano ballads now, which so. Oh, that's cool. Are you like we'll get uh, there? Turning your back to the like lo-fi pop aesthetic or whatever no. your previous one was yeah uh i don't know i'm just i'm trying new stuff all the time uh whenever possible as we should all do mm-hmm. yes um yeah any other thoughts on to be alone with you it's good it's uh yeah it's a good song yeah it's a it's a bop mm-hmm. big fan all right so that's Part one of our discussion of Seven Swans. How do we like this what album are our so, thoughts far? so far? It's a good I, album. I mean, I'm loving it. Yeah. I mean, it's really good. It's like, I've been, like, when I was listening to this, because, as I said, I haven't listened to it in a while, and then I listened to the whole album, like, a few days ago, and then I just listened to the whole album again, because it's so good. It's like, I'm like, I'm at a point where I'm thinking, is this better than Illinois? It's definitely very different. It's more concise, I guess. Like with yeah, it's it's very listenable. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I guess because like I think with Illinois, it's like the scope is part of it. It's meandering, whereas with this, it is very specific and a bit shorter and a bit more, I guess, consistent. Maybe it's nice to have it between the two um, the two state albums that are both like super ambitious in. Mm. As you said, like in scope, uh, to have like one that is more uh, introspective, uh, both like from the, like it's only like 40 minutes long, it has mm. fewer instruments, it has no like interlude tracks, uh, the concept is, uh, I guess, uh, simpler. Yeah, Illinois and to an extent Michigan are like... Um, looking at, I mean, their concepts are like entire states. Um, so like they're trying to, um, he's like trying to explore a bunch of different, um, a bunch of different ideas under that one umbrella. Whereas on Seven Swans, he's kind of just exploring maybe one or two ideas, but exploring them, like, fully. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, working them, like, expressing it across the entire album. Yeah, I think Carrie and Lowell is definitely similar to this one in that way as well. I sort of see them as connected in my mind, I think. Yeah, I, I feel similarly, like, both... Uh, I agree, yeah. Both, like, conceptually uh, and the way they sound... Yeah. Uh, which makes, you know, which makes, I mean, uh, Illinois and Michigan are obviously also connected. 
so that means we have age of odds and it still needs like a pair so sufyan if you're listening to this <laughs> age of odds i guess please do age of odds you could probably too. pair it with all delighted people i guess but they, they they came out like at the same time right so yeah so they are connected in that way i mean i mean more like how how he revisited the aesthetic of this one in a sense in, on carrie and lowell and uh, right in a way, like, you know, revisited, revisited the theme of uh, Michigan on Illinois. Uh, so you, he could revisit or revisit on his next album the uh, aesthetic of Age of Ads, I guess. Or it's going to be oh, stand well, on its own forever. That's also entirely possible. I think, I mean, it was also sort of written around the same time for the live performances, but Planetarium has some similar songwriting elements to Age of Odds. Yeah, that makes sense. So I was also reminded, like, uh, there's a new song that he did with Lowell from the... Or, like, he's, they're making this... This new album is coming out, like, next month. Uh, and... That's right. I still need to listen to that new song. It's really good. The first one I... You know, I liked, but more of a... You know, this would be cool on a movie soundtrack way. Mm. Right. And uh, this new one, I was just enjoying on itself. Uh, but also that that also like reminded me of a bit of the art thing with uh, all the synth- synthesizers. Yeah. Damn, that's a hard. And the aesthetic of the the album art. Uh, what about it? Just like the the aesthetic. Oh yeah. Of the art and like the the text is, I think, a similar. Yeah, that's true. Uh, mm. Font. Huh. I haven't even noticed that, but now that you're saying it, I can't not see it. <laughs> I'm excited. Like when we when we first talk about talked about this, it was like okay, whatever, Sufian doing ambient or what. Uh, but now, like with this one, because there's also singing on this one, which I didn't expect to have. Mm. Uh, still, still, like half of it is instrumental, and then at the end he starts to sing. But uh, it was in a way that it built up in a, it built up on the instrumental part really well. That uh, when he started singing, it came as like a, like a triumphant, uh, you know, highlight of the track. So I think that was really effective. And I'm in, I'm really interested now in this new project. Yeah, I'll, I'm excited to see how it unfolds. Um, all right. So thank you, Chaz, for joining us. Do you have anything to plug? Um, nah, I'll leave it, I think. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm uh, tired of all my projects. No one should, no one should listen to them. <laughs> right on. Uh, <laughs> thanks to, uh, Noise Space for, hey, yeah. uh, being friends with us. <laughs> thanks for not letting us into your podcast network. <laughs> We're like, uh, Dickensian orphans, just... <laughs> Sitting outside, watching the the fro- through the frosted glass at the. Thanks, Matt. The... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But seriously, um, shout out to everyone. them. Like they do, uh, good shows that I enjoy very much. They do. Henry Kissinger's Pokemon going to die, which should happen any time. Any day now. It was uh, supposed to happen today. Um, he still has a few hours. He's yeah, on American time. I'm in a tontine, and if he dies today, then I win a bunch of stuff, so... It's just a speculation <laughs> about the length of human life. It's not a threat or yeah, anything. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, 
we'll see you with the, the other songs of this album. Take care yes. of yourselves. Everyone, uh, this week's call to action is uh, go uh, uh, feed your pets if you haven't <laughs> today. And if you already have, uh, just give them a treat. Show that to your pets. Uh, send us pictures of your pets if you're listening to this. We'll have to see that. Yeah, put it in the forums. Yeah. Uh, on the... I can't think of, like, old forum names all of a sudden. <laughs> Put it on our live journal. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Good night and the end.